0: Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 on Vision. Some people famously dismiss Christianity because it makes mysterious claims. Without realising that science, which they might pin all of these hopes upon to solve all of life's mysteries, actually wrestles with mystery itself. There'll always be mystery, including how the universe began and how life originated from non-life. So how do we approach mystery in Biblical Christianity. Well, the term is used multiple times in the New Testament. Let's get some insights with Dr. Andrew Corbett, who pastors Legana Christian Church in northern Tasmania. He's the author of several books and is the national president of ICI Theological College in Australia, a theological distance education provider. Andrew, welcome back to 2020. Right, Neil, thank you for having me. Andrew, let's talk this word mystery for a few moments. Uh, mystery contains this loaded idea of revealing those things that perhaps have been hidden, uh, the hiddenness mm. around mystery. What have you been thinking about of recent days?
1: Mm. Well, I think there's, there's a four ways to look at mystery, and the Bible uses one of them. There's, a, there's the mystery... Of uh, things that that just w- we can't know we just we just don't know and it's a mystery to us and some of those actually are in the realm of science as you alluded to then there's then there's mystery that someone knows and it's more or less a secret in other words you could know it if you were clued in on the secret then there's the kind of mystery where God Himself is somewhat mysterious and this is where the Bible actually presents that God can be known. And, and, and yet it says that he can never be known in the sense that we can know him, but there's always more to know. And, and that's a mystery. And then there's this sense in which the New Testament uses mystery, and it uses it in the sense that it's not genuinely known, but the Holy Spirit can reveal certain things to you, so that you know them. And that's why Paul, in writing particularly to the Ephesians, uses the word mystery over and over and over.
0: Is there a sense in which when we understand that God is incomprehensible, uh, his ways are higher than our ways, uh, that he could never be understood by this... Uh, This uh, limited human mind that we need to rely on his revelation of himself, otherwise, we could never comprehend uh, the incredible riches of this mystery.
1: I think, Neil, you touch on something really important, and I think it's really important for us to remember that when we're talking to those who perhaps are outside of the Christian worldview, sometimes we can come across as, you know, we know it all, we've got all the out. We've got all the great mysteries of life figured out because we are a Christian because we embrace God's word when in fact God's word isn't all the knowledge that's available to you know in all areas but it is sufficient knowledge sufficient knowledge about God and how we can have a relationship with him and I think this is important for us you know to, to recognize as you say there are certain things that the Bible itself says Uh, incomprehensible how can we fathom the depths of God's love how can a finite mind comprehend the infinite mind
0: so we've got a a real divide haven't we when we're trying to communicate the message of God to people today because there's a cultural divide Uh, what we're trying to communicate comes from a first century culture Jesus, the first century, here we are in the 21st century so we've got this divide and in that itself uh, is mystery because there's the unknown factors that are all a part of this message that we carry
1: Absolutely Neil, in fact we, we often times make mystery <laughs> bigger than it needs to be but for exactly that reason, that we're, we're some two to three to three and a half thousand years removed from the, the time of the writing of the biblical text that creates a, a problem of language it creates a problem of grammar it creates all these things where we don't appreciate biblical idioms like for example the whole earth is, an, is a hebraic expression that they used to describe the land of Israel, and we read it from our Western scientific. We, we've got satellite pictures of the Earth, and we import that into it. And it's highly unlikely that a Hebrew at the time of Moses, around you know fourteen eighty BC, was had a a satellite picture of Earth in his mind when you know they were talking about the whole. removed from, the times, the places, all those sorts of things. And I guess this is where, when Paul writes about, to, to the Ephesians, about the mystery of the gospel, we are ministers of the mystery of God's revelation. This is, this is important for us to realize that there are certain things that you can only apprehend by having the Holy Spirit reveal it to you.
0: So when we think of things like the Trinity, and uh, as much as we try to nail down our understanding of the Trinity, there's always something beyond our understanding. Or when we think of the love of God, sometimes people will say the love of God uh, is an unfathomable mystery because by his grace he pours out his love towards us and we're not even deserving of it. Uh, There's other mysteries too, like uh, the mystery of the Gentiles becoming a part of the church, how God was able to, with his own people, the children of Israel, then adopt into the family uh, the Gentile church. So lots of mysteries to speculate about. And I wonder whether you have a thought or two here, Andrew, as to the fact that because there is mystery, it keeps us searching and keeps us going deeper to find what we can know about God.
1: Yeah, that, and that's a great point. And this is where, the, when Jesus said, um, "And this is eternal life," John seventeen verse three, and this is eternal life that they know you. He's talking to his father. That they know you, and Jesus Christ, whom you have sent, and and to know God and to know Christ involves two things. Firstly, this, and this is how I think the Bible encourages us to approach mysteries i used the word before to apprehend and to apprehend means we can see it we accept it we may not understand it and that's that word comprehend and i i use the the picture of uh, not many of us would understand how the bio electrical systems of the human body work and how it's possible that you can put an electric charge on a heart a human heart and bring the human electrical system back into sync. Not many could actually write the equation for what that's happening, but you've seen it happen. You've seen the paddles put on someone and, and, and you've seen the machine go from flat line to heartbeat. And so what we can do, we can apprehend it. In other words, we can see it, we accept it, we may not really understand it. And I think there's a mystery about who God is, and you mentioned Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, the Trinity. We can apprehend that the Bible calls the Father God calls the Son of God, God, calls the Holy Spirit, God, ascribes to each of them uh, exclusive attributes of deity. But who understands the, Who can understand this completely? And I think that's where we have to go, we're, we're just going to embrace mystery here,
0: Neil. Okay, embrace mystery because we're mature enough to be able to say that mystery is there. But coming back to something you said a little earlier, this idea that God hasn't left us without answers and he has given us all we need to know to be able to have faith in him. Just to reinforce that a little here, Andrew, for those who might be doubtful, knowing that there is mystery to grapple with, why should we be confident then in what we have in the Bible as revealing those things that are enough, that are sufficient for us?
1: Yeah, Neil, I think that's a great question. And I think when we understand the word sufficient knowledge, the Bible doesn't claim to be the textbook on calculus or physics. It doesn't claim to be the textbook on biology or any of those things. But that's not to say that it's going to present something in those realms that is contradictory to the fact. us to go and search out knowledge in these other arenas and so I think when people make I think pretty wild claims uh, about what the Bible actually says or doesn't say, particularly about the future I think this is a very controversial thing oftentimes as time goes by they're made to look silly and Neil you and I are both old enough to remember that you know Henry Kissinger was apparently going to be the, the Antichrist and yes. you know because there was 13 letters. If you added up Henry Kissinger, <laughs> you yep. to, six, six, would have somehow six. extrapolate. That's right, extrapolate. And you and I are both old enough to remember the bank card, you know, where it looked like the three, the three B's was actually the 666. Six, six and, and as time goes by and people make these assertions that this is what the Bible says, they're made to look rather silly. And this is where I think we need to stop trying to import into the Bible things which we think it's saying or claims that it or claim that it says, and actually begin to do the hard yards of exegeting or getting out of the Scriptures what it actually says. And what it actually says is enough. It's enough for us to know the truth about God, about how we can have a relationship with him,
0: He is the complete product, and uh, here we have the perfect image of Almighty God. And so a lot of the things that we see in Jesus is reading between the lines when you see the life of someone who is the perfect image of Almighty God. Dr. Andrew Corbett, great insights. We'll have to live with mystery but we'll trust God that he's given to us those understandings that are sufficient for us to have faith in Christ. Dr. Andrew Corbett leads Legana Christian Church in northern Tasmania, just to the north of Launceston. He's published several books, and he's the national president of ICI Theological College Australia, a theological distance education provider. There's also a website for Andrew Corbett, andrewcorbett.net. Andrew, thanks so much for filling us in on a few thoughts today on 2020.
1: Thanks, Neil. Great to be with you. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.